What's up? What's up, family? Today is October the 12th, 2023. This is Renell's Real Talk Food for Thought. Brought to you by Renell's Real Talk Media Network. Brothers and sisters, today I want to talk a little bit about, or I should say this morning because it's kind of early this early in the morning, midnight, past midnight since I'm recording this. But anyway, I want to talk about a little bit, not too long, won't hold you, about generational wealth. Generational wealth, brothers and sisters, it starts with you. Anytime you're talking about generational wealth, you're talking about something that's being passed down from generation to generation to generation. In order to build generational wealth, you could start off with coins, baseball cards, things of value that you never really pay attention to property whatever but the way it starts it starts with you and the reason why it starts with you it starts with teaching your children how to build generational wealth and when you teach your children you're also teaching yourself because see going to the malls every week Every time there's a pay, every time you get a paycheck or you get some type of money and you run down to the local malls or you go to the local salons or wherever the hell you may go or where, whatever you do with your money, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes it's best to save some money for generational wealth, something that you could pass down. You could pass down a little bit of money and that little bit of money over a generation may turn out to be a lot of money. I don't put numbers on it, but generational wealth does not always mean that you're going to receive millions and millions of dollars. A lot of people get that mixed up and it's that's not the case. You're not going to get millions and millions of dollars. See, a lot of times generational wealth comes from assets. I've done some podcasts on assets to millionaire. A lot of people don't understand that. Assets turn into millionaires because basically you're selling your assets. That's what they're assets. You're going to sell them for maybe cash. But assets are a key to building generational wealth because assets, like I say, turn into generational wealth. Property is an asset. Gold is an asset. Baseball cards are assets. Anything of value could be used for generational wealth if you know what you're doing and if you pay attention and if you read and study up on it. It's not always based on millions and millions of dollars someone's passing uh, down to their children. They're passing it down because there there were some assets that were uh, put in place. Your stocks, your bonds, you know, anything. Penny stocks 
or assets. But, you know, people trying to make a one, be a one hitter and just hit it out the park that very first time. And it doesn't work that way because it takes generations to build generational wealth. It's not going to come overnight. It's going to take some time, but it only going to take some time. That's if you are to achieve it. And that comes from teaching your children. Teach your children, give them things that bring value while they're young up until they're adults. Uh, Elon Moss, he bought uh, Deutschcoin for his son. When Deutschcoin was burning up the charts, you know, he's bought things for his son. You know, say, well, he's a, he's a billionaire. That has nothing to do with it. See, your mindset is always based on what somebody else is doing. You have to start from home. You have to start from scratch. And scratch is usually teaching your children. If you feel it's too late for yourself, then teach your children how to save money, how to grow money, how to dabble in the uh, financial markets of the stock market, banking, uh, real estate. But when you don't, don't blame nobody because you don't have generational wealth. Because all it takes is time to learn. You have time to do everything else. You may have time to go out there and carouse with your friends. Smoke your doodah day. But you mean to tell me you can't take time to teach your children something that can work for them for the rest of their life? I remember my wife was telling me once about a friend of hers. Her son, he was like 18 years old and he started buying real estate. He, he took the real estate exam and he started uh, getting into the real estate market at uh, 18 years old because he understood of building wealth. Why? Because he was taught that from his parents. You know, a uh, young man, he was 14, he was nine years old, got into the stock market. Nine years old, black brother, got into the stock market, was asking it from his, uh, his uncles, his father, you know, people in his family. By 14 years old, this young brother took his mother off of work. He was 14. He took his mother off of work because he understood at nine, probably earlier than that, what he wanted to do. Like Deion Sanders once said, he wanted to take his mother off of work, so he worked hard to take his mother off of work so his mother didn't have to work. And that's what he did. See, when you really want to do it, and then you look at the generational wealth that's being passed down to his own five kids, they understand. See, when you really want to build wealth, you will do anything in your you know, in your power to try to learn what the top one percenters. I know a lot of the one percenters, you know, a lot of people, they, well, even though people may inherit fortunes, it started from somewhere. They inherit their fortune because of generational wealth, because it was passed down, because the steps were taken in order to pass down. So when people say, yeah, a lot of these people are rich because they 
uh, had inheritance, yes. Generational inheritance, build generational wealth. There's nothing wrong with inheriting because that's the whole that's the whole point. To inherit, have your kids inherit your generational wealth. See, you can't sell your house. You can't teach your children. When I go, you sell the house. You keep the house. And you build off of that. You know, it always, uh, I have some neighbors, parents, uh, the two parents passed away. And it's, it's uh, two brothers and a sister. And they kept the house. House paid for. But they're grown. But they have a place to stay. See, there's always a place to stay. Like I said, the house paid for. House probably worth about seven fifty, eight hundred thousand. Why would you cash that out? See, you don't cash it out because there's three siblings. I believe the the the, uh, the sister's older, but there's three siblings. Why would you cash that out? Because once you cash that out, the two brothers can't afford to keep that house. You never cash it out because you divide. Say you divide. Say the house turns out to be. 900,000. You divide, everybody get 300,000. How far is $300,000 going to go? It's not going to go very far. It's not going to, you would have to go to another state in order to buy a property for $300,000 and then the upkeep of that property. So, no. You keep it and you pass it down. Generational wealth. You work on building up the house, but you don't, you don't sell house. See, it starts from the child being taught then the child becomes a teenager and then an adult and the process goes on and on and on but it has to start from home the parents have to teach their children I want a Christmas toy mommy no not not this year we're, we're going to do this you make it fun for them you give them a challenge they may be disappointed but you show them, you may give them some stocks in a particular company, or you may give them some gold coins or something that's valuable to be passed down. You don't go and give them a bunch of name brand items that basically uh, once the name brand is over with, then basically, or the fad is over with, then it's just something that's lying around a house. That's even if they keep it. Teach the kids the value. All kids who don't get stuff for Christmas, maybe because the parents can't afford it, or maybe because their parents is teaching them the value of a dollar. Just because you have a dollar don't mean you go and spend it. I remember uh, uh, Deion Sanders' son, uh, Junior, the one who runs well off media now. He was saying, when he was coming up, he was struggling. And then when his father got the job at Jacksonville, I'm sorry, I say Jacksonville, Jackson State, I think that's when his uh, career pretty much took off because he was saying his father, though his father has means, that, that doesn't mean that he has means and that his father was just going to give him. His father told him, you got to go out there and you have to work and get it. 
And that's what he did. And now if you look, you look at him now, you look at well-off media, you got people uh, from out looking at a, a clip the other day. The NFL is trying to get this brother working for them now. See, once you start and you work hard, you will appreciate it more than somebody giving you something and you don't know how to take care of it. That's why we as black people, we, in the beginning of the 21st century or before the 21st century, what is it? We had a plethora. I can't even think of it. Was it a hundred million or so acres of prime real estate? hundred million acres of land. Black folks. That's my black folks. And at the turn of the century into the 21st century, we had nowhere near that. We was probably down a good 80 to 90% in land. Why? We lose it a lot of times because we can't afford it. Our means are put or stretched or we've done something or someone's done something to us because it, it works both ways. It's not just people losing their land. They're losing your land because uh, it could be bad investments or it just could be, you know, laws change and other things happen. But in order to build generational wealth from the real, it starts at home. It don't start with spending on a bunch of junk. It starts with knowledge. If you want to build generational wealth, you have to start with knowledge. Like I say, look and learn. I learned about the stock market and I learned about the stock market when I was about 10 years old. I used to go, or probably younger than that, I used to go. When I used to go to my grandparents' house, my grandfather would always leave his uh, newspaper because my grandfather got a newspaper every day. And he would always leave his newspapers on the back porch. So when I come through, I scrounge through the newspapers. And there were two things that I always looked at. I looked at the sports page, of course, was number one, and the business page. That's the only thing I looked at. The sports page and the business page. And I used to always ask him, what are these, you know, uh, these things back here? He says, oh, those are, those are stocks. Those are uh, uh, companies that have stocks and people uh, buy these stocks, they, you know, from the different prices. And that's how I pretty much learned. So the young man who was nine years old got into the stock market and took his mother off of work. See, things were made a little bit more easier today than back then but I, I got the very first stock that I ever bought was Kmart stock I bought it uh, it was like a, I got it off of a, a, one of my credit cards it was offering you know how to buy stock yada 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 and that was the very first stock I ever bought Kmart stock funny thing about that see you, uh, you you live and you learn Kmart filed bankruptcy back in the day and when they filed bankruptcy I lost my stock now, when they came back, they came back, it was a little bit higher price. And at that time, I had moved on to something else. But I had moved on to a company called Ing. I-N-G, Ing. And I used to invest through them. 
That's how I pretty much started. You know, you take your hits and you take your misses, but you have to start from somewhere. And I try to teach this to my children. Investing. It's it's very critical that when you're trying to build something, you have to learn about it. And sometimes you'll take your hits and you'll take your misses, but you have to learn. Nothing is guaranteed in life. So when you're trying to build generational wealth, start at home. Get some books. Teach your children. Explain to them why they're not getting this for Christmas or this or that. That we're looking for something better. Because see, a lot of times you miss your blessing because you go out there and you spend so much money on junk. And then you say you want to buy a house, but you done bought all this other junk. And then you don't have the money. For buying property, because a lot of times these 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 deals that are people provide you these first time buyers programs. That's the key word. They're programs. And if you miss with that program, chances are you could either one, you could lose your house or two, you may not be able to get a house at all. Because just because they say first time buyers program. There are stipulations that come with these programs, you know, but learn to put some money away just in case you're interested in buying a house for your family. A lot of people buy houses late, later, late in life, which is nothing wrong with because a house bought late in life is still a house that's bought can be passed down as generational wealth. Because people may say, well, you don't own the property. Well, you may not own the property, but you own it. You own it. If you take care of that property, you own the equity in that property. So whether or not you spend 30 years to pay a property off, you still own that equity. If you ever decide to sell, the money still goes to you. The money don't go to the bank or the finance company, whoever's financing your property. The equity goes to you. So you can buy more properties for building generational wealth. I know it sounds complicated, but it's not that complicated. Not once you start to pay attention and start reading up on these things. You have to learn how to read up on these things. These things are not going to come to you overnight. You know, a lot of people talk about, uh, I'm trying to make it pretty much simple. A lot of people will go and break things down probably uh, better than I'm going to break down at, you know, at, uh, what time is it? Damn. One o'clock in the morning. People will break it down a little bit more simpler or maybe maybe a little maybe a little bit more difficult. But you have to study, you know, you can go places to find how to build generational wealth. That's a start if that's what you plan on doing. But at one o'clock in the morning, I was up. I figured, hey, let me go and put this out here. I thought it was a good idea. Hopefully, you know, it get passed down. This is uh, number 90. This is a 297 where. Counting down for the year, three more to go, and then we'll be off until sometime next year. I'm hoping to go more so on podcasting, more so on YouTube than Spotify. So the podcast will be, you know, pretty much live, uh, probably 10 to 15 minutes, twice a week, something like that. But that's where we're moving to. Sometime in 2024. And yes, the 52 week challenge will be returning on 
showing people you too can save money each and every week. So, you know, there's things in the works. Uh, this year has been a it's been a crazy year for me. But, you know, I'm, I'm working myself through it. And, you know, a good way to work myself through it. Generational wealth. Brothers and sisters, peace out. Enjoy. Start thinking about how to build and teaching your children so they could build. This is your brother saying I'm out. Peace out.